Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, John McDonald, that is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Kyron Morrison. How are you doing, man? I'm pretty good, Joel. Pretty good? Yeah, it's good, good to hear. I'm, I, I'm glad to hear. Uh, so what have you been up to in the last week? Anything um, Well, I've been playing some video games, but not as much as I would like. Mm-hmm. Likewise. Uh, <laughs> it's the story of, of, of adult life, unfortunately. Yeah, it, it's school holidays when you work at a bowling center. Um, That's fair. Yep. It's also, silly. my video game time has been compromised by my desperate attempts to just recap all of Game of Thrones ahead of season seven in a couple of weeks. Uh, of course, yes. Which has yep. been time consuming. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just got to watch Joffrey die again, so that feels good. Always a good always oh, a good time. Always satisfying. <laughs> uh, and I went to Oz Comic Con last weekend, which was fun. Yes, yes. You met some pretty cool people. I did. I met a couple of the iZombie people, which was fun. That's and I met awesome. uh, Cheryl and Fenn from Twin Peaks, who plays Audrey Horn. Also very cool. That's very cool. And I got to attend some pretty fun panels as well. Just, yeah. There was, was a really good Alison Hannigan and Tom Lank one, as well as a Tom Lank solo one, which was hilarious. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah. It was that. Uh, Repop did a good job of running that show. It was pretty snappy, and I was never waiting too long for anything, which was a surprise, Ooh, honestly. Yeah. No, I, I've been meaning to go to Oz Comic Con for a couple of years now, but um, this year I was sort of like, the, the, the best chance I had it going was because I was like, you know, I'm a bit closer to it. So I was like, oh, do I, don't I? And I thought, no, I, I'm going to sit this one out. I've already sacrificed one big convention this year. I can sacrifice another. Um, and I, I almost didn't go to Supernova, but that was like a spur of the moment thing that I <laughs> decided, at the like literally the weekend of. I was like, oh, I'll buy a ticket. Um, I don't regret it, but uh, no, yeah. Supernova was good. Supernova was good. The lines were not good, but Supernova no, no. was good. No. Um, but yeah, cool. Also, I, I, we crossed paths, paths briefly on the weekend as well. We did. I uh, came back to Benigo to see some good friends in a play that they were doing. It was part of the theatre company I was, used to be a part of. Uh, it was very good. One man, two governors. If you want to see it, too bad. It's finished. So <laughs> it's, it's done. It's over. It's done. All, all, it's done in rings. The um, show will never be performed again. I'm no, sorry. never. By anyone, ever. Ever. Uh, it's no, done. It was, this was it. <laughs> it was really good. It was, a, it was a lot of slap, slapstick comedy and a lot of um, uh, really sort of crude humor as well. Uh, it was very, very funny. And they had a live band there as well that was playing sort of like uh, like 1960s English songs because that's when it was set in like England in the 60s. Um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, I also on Sunday, before I get into what we've been playing, this sort of counts as a lead into that. Uh, I got to hang out with Josh and Lauren from the OK Games podcast. Um, I sort of messaged Josh because I was like, oh, I'm back in town. I'll see what he's up to. I might catch up and have a drink with him, maybe Lauren as well if she's around. Um, and he said, yeah, cool. Also, what are you doing Sunday? Like, do you want to come and record a Let's Play? I said, absolutely. So uh, I went over to Lauren's house and sat on the couch with Lauren and Josh, and we played some Hitman um, for quite a while. And... I am bad at that game. I've I've never been good at Hitman games, um, but this just sort of reconfirmed it. Didn't help that I was playing with an Xbox controller that I am definitely not familiar with uh, whatsoever. But uh, we had a lot of fun. I think that I don't know when they're going to come out, but I'm sure I'll I'll 
chuck them up, uh, do a bit of like sharing and promotion on the uh, on the dialogue options page. So keep your eyes out for that. Also go and like their page as well and subscribe to their podcast and show them some love because they are genuinely awesome people that have helped us out a lot and um, we've had some good times with them. So, but yeah, so that I, you want to see how bad I am at Hitman, you'll get your chance soon. Um, I'll be honest, Joel, I'm not surprised knowing how well you go with stealth games in general. So Yeah, that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. Um, <laughs> I have a fair idea of how that's going to go down. Yeah, yeah. There's one particular part that was very comical and also heartbreaking for me, and I was very, very upset with myself. Um, it was solely a controller issue as well that I will specify that now. Um, but yeah, so cool. Should we get into what we've been playing? Sure thing. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, do you want to go first? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been playing the least out of the two of us this week. Yep. And when I say the least, I mean I've been playing one game, and it's still Elite Dangerous, which I was talking about last week. Right. How's that been going? Uh, I don't have much to add to it besides the fact that it's making more sense to me now. Okay. I'm figuring it out. I've had some some very cool moments and some very hilariously stupid moments where I'm like, wow, <laughs> how did I just do that? Like, uh, the best example I can think of is, I'm not sure if I talked about it last week, but in this game... Circle is your boost button, which is fine. Okay. It's not a problem. But holding down circle and like certain directional buttons on D-pad will do different things. So coming into land, you need to drop your landing gear. So that's hold circle and then down on the D-pad, which is, again, fine. No problems. Uh, then when you're leaving, obviously, you want to retract your landing gear, Joel. Now, right. let's just say that when you're leaving a space station, right, and... Maybe you don't, you're not as quick on the down on the D-pad as you are in a circle, mm. and you potentially boost into a wall <laughs> and completely annihilate your shields, <laughs> and you just kind of look stupid, really. Yep. No, that's that's definitely not a. And if you're really no. unlucky, you'll bounce into like another one of the hangar bays, and they'll be like, "Hey, stop loitering, or we'll find <laughs> you." And you're like, "Come, come on, guys, haven't I embarrassed myself enough here?" We we know how that goes because uh, you know as you told us last week about your unfortunate fine incident. Yes. So combine that with like crashing into the actual internal part of the space station, and it just it compounds into hilarity and embarrassment. But I'm sure the f- they weren't, weren't very appreciative of your of your adventures. No, look, I'm a, I'm really good at space piloting. It's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> You're getting I, better. I do it all the time now. Exactly. Yeah, you're making progress. You're <laughs> learning. On the flip side, I had a really cool moment where... So if a game sort of runs like big community events where the entire community contributes... Like, for this particular example, it was bounties. Hunting particular bounties in the system and turning them into a, like a particular space station would accrue points, and the more points the community goal gets, the more money particular percentage tiers get. Okay. Uh, and I was just... This was like actually it was 10 or 15 minutes before the Splatoon 2 Direct started. Oh, right. And I was—I knew I had to do it because the event ended about an hour or so after that, and I was like, I'm not going to get a chance. Yep. So I was desperately sitting near a navigation beacon in the system going, I hope a pi- like some sort of criminal drops by. That would be good. <laughs> Turns out I got my wish, except oh, that, really? that criminal happened to be like, I think they were like dangerous rank or master or something, so they were in a ridiculously good Ooh. ship. I still tried to pick a file for them, and it didn't go so well to start off. Luckily, 
there was about six other AI ships in the system who also wanted a piece of this guy. Oh, shit. And it became essentially just a seven-on-one brawl. And this guy's doing trying to do all these cool space maneuvers. I'm like, mate, there's seven of us. We got so was you. This, was this like another player? Or no. It, no, it, okay. It was, I was playing in an AI, like a, a, not an offline game, but a private group game in this particular scenario, just because it's a bit easier. Uh, yep. But it was just like, originally I was fighting him on my own. He took my shields down, no problem. And I was like, oh, I'm going to die here. Then thankfully I had friends to back me up and he got shredded and I made myself a cool 130,000 credits. Oh. Which I then turned into the event and it knocked me up from like tier one to tier two. So when that event wraps up in say, like in half an hour or so, I'm going to make myself a cool 3.2 million credits. Oh, so that is an investment. The rich get richer, Joel. The rich get you, richer. You play in the market. I love it. There's good <laughs> money in being a bounty hunter. <laughs> uh, but that's about all I've been playing like there's games that I want to play and that I think I should be playing mm. but lately I've only really had time for just Elite Dangerous is an easy game to sort of boot up and fly to a system and do a couple of missions and then drop out etc yeah. it makes it easy that your housemate's playing with you as yes. well yeah so we can we team up and just even though we're not we're not even near each other at the moment we're like light years away from one another it's like oh look i can see where he is yeah he's in this system that's approximately oh 50 light years away from me that's pretty far that's not that far you're fine it's fine like it's only like seven or eight system jumps it's no problem yeah it's fine i also nearly ran out of fuel which would have been embarrassing oh do you know what happens if you run out of fuel i haven't i haven't found out yet you can I do have an attachment for my ship which, like, scoops up fuel when I'm near suns. Okay. But I'm not sure what happens when you run out of fuel completely. You have to call, like, the, the intergalactic RACB. <laughs> to come and, like, pick you up. I hope that's what happens. Oh, I need you to run some tests for me, Karen. Right. I'll try and run out of fuel. <laughs> I'll just do sick doughies in space until I run out of fuel. <laughs> I love it. But uh, yeah, that's about all for me, so why don't you tell me what you've been playing, Joel? Cool. Um, well, apart from sort of the usuals, we played some more Overwatch. Yeah, um, we, we did. We, we had another Overwatch sesh. Yeah, we had a, we had a couple. Um, one of them was all right. We've been actually getting your housemate trained up, because he finally took the plunge. It's only a year late, and, uh, and purchased the game. So we played some quick play, which was fun, um, because it was super low stakes so we're all just like experimenting with different characters the stakes don't um, get any lower than in oh no no it was still fun and oh, it was yeah. great for him because we were still making progress for him as well so we could eventually level him up to 25 so he could play competitive with us um but yeah we had a full team of six so it was really fun um i started playing as winston and i got two trophies for playing as winston i got one of his which is anger management which is the this is a knock four people um, with his angry monkey, I'm pretty Classic sure. Classic angry monkey. Um, yeah, good old angry monkey. I love it. Um, Harambeing out everywhere. And oh, Joel, uh, hey, come on, bringing up for Harambe meme. Come on, it's hard not to. He's a fucking yeah. Anyway, um, and the other one I got though was a uh, the one for a twenty player kill streak. I and I. I, I I can't believe you didn't have that yet. Not yeah, in the, I, not in the mean way. Like we played. No, no, a lot. no. I yeah, I I didn't realize it was a trophy, and then it popped, and I was like, wait, that's not a character specific one. And then 
I sort of mentioned it to you guys on, on party chat, and you were like, oh, yeah, it's the 20 player kill streak one. And then it popped up 20 player kill streak. I'm like, okay, there we go. That's why. To be um, fair, do you want to guess who I got it as when I went? It was like in the first couple of weeks of the game. Who was it as? Who do you. Who. who in the early days of console Overwatch, who's going to get 20 kills without dying? Oh, I can't even remember now. It, it was Torbjorn, man. Of course. Fucking sniper turret. Sniper turret. Just insanity. Like, he he was the one who got 20 play kills. Again, no surprises. He's Torbjorn. Yep. But turret did all the work. It makes sense, because I've, I've played very little of Torbjorn. And when I actually started playing as Torbjorn, it was definitely after he got super nerfed. Yeah. In a good way. Um, but yeah, it's been fun. So I'm looking forward to playing some more. Um, we got another little bit of tease about some Overwatch, about some Doomfist. Doomfist is on the horizon, Joel. Yeah, he's coming. He is inbound, and I am fucking excited. Um, but they put up a post about, like, they put up, like, a fake news article, and then, like, some regions, they pulled it down, and it's weird. Yeah, weird I mean, thing. Even, even if they pulled it down, I think it's back up now. People okay. have got it all, they got all the data. They got all the info. Oh, you can find it. You can find it easily. Um, the best that, was like we know that, that Reaper was, finally had a win exactly yeah and so the yeah and it was interesting to hear that what took place that like hearing about Doomfist actually breaking out of jail and then that leads into what happened with the origins of Orisa yes um, in Numbani so it's yeah I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's a couple of weeks away so I, I gather we're going to get another short and don't just Keep keep your expectations not low, but oh yeah, because we didn't yeah. we didn't get a short with Arissa, did we? No, we didn't. But look, we, we got we're fucking we're well and we're well and true. Like I know that they're doing them in seasons, and I think we're well and truly to kick off season. Maybe that's what they're doing. They've got, like they've got like three in the, in the can, and they're like ready to roll out like a bit more frequently with them, so they can do like season two. So I think Maybe. that's how they're planning on doing them. Um, Unless but, they're gonna you know put them out at BlizzCon. Oh, that's so far away, though. It is. It's not close. That's for sure. It's so far away. No, no. I reckon. I reckon the season finale will be at BlizzCon. That's my bet. Cross your fingers. They've got. They've. They've been working hard on them. They've got like three or four ready to go, and they're working on the last couple now. That's that's my my uh, Joel with the scoops here. That's my that, that's my bet. That's my my insider knowledge. I don't have any insider knowledge. <laughs> it's got, just me got, being no. a crazy person going. Crossing oh, your fingers. Got, yeah, exactly. You know, me standing on my soapbox and screaming at people in the corner. Um, but yeah, so and I played a little bit more Evil Within. Uh, I'm still enjoying it. It's starting to get more terrifying. Um, <laughs> so that's good. Uh, but yeah, it's still good. I just haven't, I haven't had drive to go back to it in my time when I've been sitting at home. I haven't been like I'm at work going. Oh, I'm going to go home. I'm going to play some Evil Within tonight. Um, partly because it's usually night time. And I don't want to do that. And also, it's also uh, I just haven't had the real drive to play it. it not in a bad way. Um, I'm sure I'll, I'll have a bit of a, an itch to scratch soon and go back to it. But um, but I have been playing. So obviously, I went back to Benigo last weekend, as I said before. Um, before I left, uh, when the Nintendo eShop updated on the Switch last week, a game that I've been having my uh, keeping my eye on for a little while now uh, finally released. Uh, on the Switch, anyway, it's been out on PC for a while, but that game is called Gona, which is which is uh, stylishly spelt out uh, as like capital G, 
lowercase o, and then the rest of the letters in capitals. Is, um, it, is there a reason for that, or is it just... No idea, because I tell you what, Kyron, I have no idea what's going on in this game <laughs> uh, in terms of storyline-wise. Story uh, basically, it seems to be that you're this little boy who's in love with a whale, and you're trying to prove your love to it. I did read some stuff, and I can't remember off the top of my head exactly what it's about. But um, So, Goner is a, by a, a... I don't know if it's a one-man team or if it's a, a very small... It's a very small team, obviously, it's an indie team, but I don't know if it's just one guy. I'm pretty sure it might be. Um... Uh, and they go by art in heart, and the probably the best way to describe it is yeah, as Binding of Isaac meets Super Meat Boy. Um, so you've got sort of like the platforming's not super like you know there's no I, I have encountered there there are pits you can fall into and it's an instant death, um, but it, it's not straight out the gate like you know pixel perfect platforming or anything like that, um, but. It still has a lot of like jumping and maneuverability and, and and trying to sort of get your way through the level quickly and efficiently, um, but combined with that sort of like frantic combat of Binding of Isaac, um, just in a like a two D platformer setting, um, it, it works. You play through like levels; they're randomly generated every time you play them, um, but they each sort of like world. There's like worlds essentially that you you go through. They have a different um, theme, and like the, the, the enemies are all like themed around a certain um like they're, they're all sort of grouped together in that one world you'll encounter those types of enemies and you'll go to the next one and then there's more types of enemies i can't tell you more about the different worlds because i've only encountered two of them um there are also boss fights uh, of course I've done i've done one of them i've gotten up to the second one a couple of times um are well, boss fights like Binding of Isaac as well, where they're sort of random, or do you think they're based on the world? No, they're 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 set. They're okay. they're, they're set. In, the only thing that changes is the layout I'm completely of each stage. Okay with that, honestly. Yeah. So you know what boss you're coming up against, um, which is good, and you sort of know if you can get to them because if it isn't already obvious, it, this game is fucking hard. Um, but it has this sort of charm to it that I just it, it's got that. That gameplay hook of just like, all right, just one more run. All right, just one more run. All right, no, all right, just one more run. Um, the cool thing about there's a couple of really interesting things about it that um, the art style and the, the soundtrack are both fantastic. Um, it's a really interesting art style. You don't see the whole level when you, you fall in. It's basically only um, highlighted almost by where you are and where there's enemies. Um mm. It's, it's a big radius, so you can see, like, upcoming... It's not, like, trying to fuck with you in terms of, like, making jumps okay. and stuff. So you, you, you can see, um, but it doesn't show the whole thing. Like, you can't see the whole world that you're looking at, at in that level. Um, I don't know. It's, 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 it's interesting, um, to say the least. Uh, but there are other things as well. Like, you, get, you collect these little, like, purple square token things... Um, and the way you get them is you have like almost like a combo meter in the top right corner. So when you start like defeating enemies, that combo meter will start. And so the more enemies you defeat in a shorter period of time and, and how quickly you're doing it, um, whether it be by whatever weapon you're carrying or you can like Mario jump on them for Classic. lack of a better word. Yeah, exactly. You can just like jump on them. Sometimes some enemies will take a couple of jumps. So you just sort of bounce off them a little bit and then move on to the next one. Um, it's a good way of like maneuvering as well because um, you've got a double jump or, or, like automatically. So you can sort of like double jump onto an enemy 
And when you hit that enemy, you double jump reset so you can continue on. Ah. Um, yeah, so like it's sort of, it's kind of like, a, I don't know if you ever played Downwell. Um, you know what? It's a game I always wanted to play, but yeah, no, it was when it came to PS4, I was like, oh, I'm going to buy this. Oh, it's under $10, which would put $10 on my wallet, and I don't yeah. want to have just $2. Just let me pay the required amount, Sony. Yep. I don't ask much. I think it might be out on Android now as well. Oh, okay. That might be more I, tempting then. I think it might be out, because I played it on iPhone. I played it on iOS um, when I played that. But similar sort of thing, um, where like, you, you, there was a power-up in that, though, but you could reset your jumps and your your ammo from like jumping on an enemy. So, but it's like that automatically all the time. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, the, the better you're doing, the more frequently you're earning these little tokens, which you can use to buy different uh, gear, which I'll get to in a second. And also if you die, um, it'll pop up with like basically like the little, the little boy's head and then like a whole bunch of like empty sort of like slots for those tokens and if you've got enough, you can fill them in and then sort of restart that level again and continue on from there. So if you're playing really well, you can earn those frequently enough that you can sort of at least get one sort of retry. Um, but yeah, it's like I said, it's still fucking hard. Uh, I've only made it to the second boss and probably made it to the second boss like maybe two or three times and just sort of like hobbled my way there. Um, but yeah, there's different types of gear. So you've got different types of heads different types of backpacks and different types of guns um i haven't encountered a whole lot of them yet the the main head that i use gives you three lives basically like three hits um and you don't drop everything when you get hit because some of if not all of the other masks when you get hit you drop all your stuff and you've got to you've got to grab them before you can continue fighting otherwise if you get hit again it's an instant death holy shit yeah, right. That's rough. Um, it's 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 like I said, it's a fucking hard game. Um, but after a little while with it, you start to sort of get the feel for it, and you sort of start to you start seeing like the Matrix code, and you start to sort of you have those the runs. Code. It was like like with Binding of Isaac though, when you play it, you'd have those runs where you just like on fire, and everything you just like yes, 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 yes. I I am two steps ahead of everything that's happening at the moment. Yeah, and I, I you can't I, explain it. I get that in from software games sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's all different types of games like that um, that use that have that same sort of like moment where you just sort of there's a high skill barrier that you're you're trying to to to, um, to scale, and it's and then everything moves in slow motion, and you just dodge mm-hmm. everything, yep. <laughs> and you you just sort of see it, and you're like, yes, I get this. Um, backpacks are things like the one the main one that I use means you can reload um, when you use all your uh, ammo otherwise there are when you kill enemies they most of the time they're pretty generous with dropping like you they'll have like a little like a bullet token and if you grab that it instantly fills all your bullets back again okay Um, so that comes back to like maneuverability as well so like you try to like be as quickly as i guess you can maybe even put like a little bit of hotline miami in there but it's because it's so random you you can't hotline miami is set in stone Oh, yeah, um, I guess, but sometimes those AIs could be a bit random. That's true, actually. and they, They'd switch up placement sometimes, every now and then, I think. And even just sometimes, like, the ones you alert would be the wrong ones, and you'd be like, well, great, I wasn't ready for this. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, I'm going to work my way out of this. Oh, I'm dead. Oh, Never mind. good. Um, but, yeah, so I, I use the reload one. Uh, the other ones I've had is, like, a... like a Basically, like it sprays bullets everywhere. Like, not not 
super effectively, but like if you're in a, you're sort of like um, surrounded, you can use that to sort of maybe clear a way out. Ah, the um, panic fire. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't use any of your ammo either. It just it, it's um those backpacks are on like a timer and they they regenerate re- pretty quickly. So um, there's a couple other ones that I still don't know what they do. I haven't really used them that much, and like I got them sort of later in levels. Uh, that I was like, no, I can't. I need to stick to what I know because I need to focus on getting as far as I can. Um, and it's like high scores and stuff as well. Uh, and what was the other thing? And weapons. The main weapon I use is sort of like a shotgun kind of blast. It's like a controlled shotgun blast. It's like a big sort of bullet. It's sort of slowish to fire, but it does a lot of damage. And it uh, with like lower level enemies, you can sort of like pass through them as well so you can sort of take out two in one go um that's one thing about this game that i really like is like firing the weapon and it making contact with any of the enemies feels really good like it feels satisfying um there's like a a slight screen shake as well that sort of it's not like obstructive or anything like that it it really sort of makes it you feel that combined with sort of the hd rumble as well um which doesn't get used it works like a normal rumble pack, basically, but um, it still feels good because that HD rumble does feel good when it's used, um, even if it is loud. Oh, boy, it's loud. Um, it's so loud. I'll, I'll, I'll get to that in the next game that I played. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely worth a look. It's definitely a game that I'll probably find myself going back to every now and then. Um, I don't think I like it as much as, say, Binding of Isaac because there's just something about that game that, that fucking is under my skin and I can't stop. I'll buy that game and play it multiple times. Like I own it. I bought it on steam. I got it for free on PlayStation plus on, on Vita, which I played a lot of on Vita. Um, and I'm probably going to play whatever, pay whatever stupid amount they're charging for it when it comes out here. Finally, like fucking six months late, um, for the switch because that game is the bane of my existence. Um, but I love it. But Gone is really, really good. It's 13 bucks. It's super cheap. It's really, like, a small file size as well because there's not a lot to it. Um, and, yeah, it's really cool. Oh, the other thing about the music, I was saying I, I sort of glossed over that. The music's really cool, but it's dynamic as well. So it starts off very, like, sort of, like, slow and very minimal. But the the more enemies you're defeating and the, the faster you're moving through the level um, and defeating enemies, it speeds up and adds more instruments to it. So it has that sort of, it makes you feel like more powerful and more badass as, as you're going along as well, the, the better you're doing. Um, I'm so glad that video games have that dynamic music functionality these days. Yeah, yeah. So if, it, if it's used well, it's really, it, it enhances the experience a lot and I really like it. Um, and it's used really well in Ghana. Um, but yeah, like for 13 bucks, you can't do wrong. I, I'm a big advocate for the, the Switch having all these indie games on them. That I'm like, this seems like fun. They're thirteen bucks. Like that's less than the ticket to uh, the price of a ticket to a movie, and I've already played it more than two hours, two and a half hours. Um, and yeah, it's really great. It was great for the week. I bought it solely because I knew I was going back to Bendigo and I wasn't going to have my PS4 or anything, and I didn't have anything apart from Mario Kart, like big AAA or anything massive story driven wise that I I wanted to play on my Switch. So, um. But yeah, it was good. It's really good. I'll probably keep going back to it. I might check in again with it down the track. Who knows? But uh, yesterday, I decided to buy another game for my Switch uh, because I saw some news about 
said game. Uh, that game is called Blaster Master Zero, which is a sort of a, a jump and shoot throwback platformer, is what I've called it. Um, by um, now, how do you pronounce this? Inti Create. I think it's Inti Create, but I I'm not super familiar with them. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, they ba- they they're the ones that are behind um, the Mega Man Zero games, apparently. Um, I, I remember playing one of them back on the Game Boy Advance. I think it was, mm, it was okay. I think they, they their, their main their their bread and butter is like sort of these these jump and shoot throwback platformers jump and shoot games. Um, but yeah, it's it was it launched alongside. It's a sequel to a, like a NES game, isn't it? I think. Oh, memory. I feel like Blaster I, Master was like an NES game or a SNES game. I feel like there was a Blaster Master before this one as well, but it's definitely a sort of like a, a throwback sequel, follow up sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I'd never really heard of it before, um, but I remember seeing the trailer. I was like, "It looks interesting," and it just sort of dropped off my radar because you know, twenty seventeen happened. Um, and but recently this week they announced that uh, they've been they've already released two DLC characters for it. They're doing like DLC characters, and I think they have like separate areas you can go to that are specific for those characters i don't completely understand how they work um but one of them was uh the, the character from um uh azura uh azura gun vault striker or something i can't remember the name of it i bought it on fucking 3ds and it was good it was like Mega Man. um and the other one they had was one of the characters from gal gun which is a uh not safe for work game uh, on the PlayStation Store. Putting it, putting it lightly. Kyron, it's on sale at the moment, and I almost bought it. It's like it's like sixteen dollars, and I'm like, I I almost just the biggest fan sale. Yeah, there's better games on there. You should be buying Joel. I I know, but I'm I'm morbidly curious by that game. Anyway, um, so they've released those two, but they announced two more DLC characters that are coming this week, which are Shante, which if you've listened to any of other of our of our episodes uh specifically maybe two weeks ago um i i i'm a bit of a fan i, I quite like the shante series uh, so shante is one of the characters and in august they're releasing shovel knight who i love exactly i fucking love shovel knight as well and you should play so, spectre knight man you have to i know yeah i keep forgetting that that's on the fucking switch damn it. <laughs> and every time i'm like i should buy a game for my switch and i buy something else and then i remember that shovel knight exists on it and i go fuck it's so um, good on switch yeah I, it's just so good in general but it is um but yeah they're coming to to, to blaster master zero they're each they're having their own um character move sets they basically play like their characters do in their respective games um from what i can tell from the trailer like Shantae, you can change into her little uh, genie animals, uh, and Shovel Knight's got his uh, trademark downward uh, shovel thrust. Um, but yeah, so Blaster Master Zero, it's really cool. I'd never played Mega Man like at all. Um, it, this sort of feels kind of like it. It's like all pixel art. It's got great chip tune soundtrack. The soundtrack's really really cool. Um, it's got like the 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 really slow fade in and out cutscenes that these have on like the NES and SNES, um, but basically you're sort of wandering around this sort of uh, version of Earth that's been invaded by I think they're called mutants, these like weird mutant creatures, um, and you find this like uh, weird car thing that's called Sophia, 
and you get in and you sort of drive off into the world to try and find your friend, basically, uh, who's like... And, and it's a noble quest. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, I've got to try and find my friend, friend my friend Fred, um, who's at the world somewhere. He's like, all right, cool. So he jumps in that and off he goes. Um, so the main part of the game is, or, well, yeah, the main part of the game is like a 2D platformer. Um, you're controlling this little car that you're in, Sophia. Uh, it can jump, it can shoot, it can do different like special attacks. Um, all the, the all the bells and whistles are like that that type of game. But the cool thing is you can get out of the car and then still like jump and shoot around as a little person. I think his name as, is, a, as a jump and shoot man. As a jump and shoot man, yeah. Um, but the difference there is you can take full damage. Um, you Cursing are obviously damage. yeah yeah. Um, it's a, a you're obviously more vulnerable when you're outside as well. It takes a lot less for you to die when you're outside, um, which but, is, again is pretty accurate. Like outside of a car, I'm a lot more vulnerable as well. Exactly, like especially like an armored fucking weird all terrain future space car that's named Sophia. Exactly, yeah. Um, but then the the trade off is there are certain areas where you can only get into if you're out of the car, so you've got to like go out uh, and of course. go through. So that's how they sort of force you out of it sometimes, which is good. I like that. Um, but in those areas, typically you'll, you'll there'll be like a little cave or a little doorway that you'll go through, and then it'll take you to the other side of the game, basically, which is like a top down Zelda esque, like Link to the Past esque uh, view, um, like a shoot up, basically. <laughs> Uh, so you're like a little jump and shoot man. I think his name's Scott from memory. I can't remember. Um, I, the, the, it's, it's one of those things where I'm like, the storyline's like, I'm like, yeah, okay. It's there. Well, it, it's like, I mean, for better or worse, like it's like an NES game. Like no one really exactly. remembers the storylines of those games. It was just exactly. there's, fun excuses to run, jump and shoot. There's no, there's no like, like pivotal plot points or anything like that. It's like, all right, cool. I'm sort of following what's going on here, but. It's it's enough of a vehicle for me to to get to the next place where I can yeah, you, like you said jump and shoot things, um, but yeah so like in those areas you can't jump or anything like that you've got like full sort of like um, three sixty degree movement uh, and you can fire your little gun and kill enemies and whatnot and find power ups and things like that generally those 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 areas sort of work like little mini dungeons I guess you could say because um, most of them have a little a boss fight at the end of them which is really cool I've fought like six or seven bosses already um they're not overly hard but like they've all been relatively different in fact they've all been completely different um which is cool and but the interesting thing when you're in those areas is how your weapon works so you have all these weapons sort of unlocked it took me i never explained to me this i had to figure this out on my own which again i guess is sort of the way that those nes games were like the good old days joel exactly yeah just figure it out um so the more the better you're doing, like if you're killing more enemies, they're dropping like these. They drop all different types of like health um, and uh, like ammo for your like like sub weapon, which are like grenades or like flash bombs or uh, remote mines. Is the other one I've got at the moment. I think there's more that you can get, but I haven't got them yet. Um, but the better you're doing, so one sometimes I'll drop like uh, little red orbs, and if you pick those up, that'll give you like another bar on your gun which will basically give you a different type of fire on that gun. So the first one's pretty, like, piss weak. It's very short-ranged. doesn't do much damage, but it does enough that you can get through competently. And the next one down is, like, it's a piercing shot, so it goes through walls. 
So it's a lot slower to fire, but it'll go through walls, and um, so you can sort of use that a bit more strategically. Then the next one after that is like, I think, it's like rapid fire, so you can just hold the button down. Then there's one that's like a shotgun. Then the one after that is like a shield, so it doesn't actually fire anything, but you can bounce enemy projectiles back at them. Um, I haven't used that one effectively yet. Um, <laughs> is it timing based or? Uh, no, it's just if you have it held up. It's just like I have oh, it. Okay. When I first got it and I was using it, it was the only weapon I had. Um, well, the, the weapon that I had equipped, um, I, there was no enemies that were like firing things at me. They were all just sort of like walking towards me and attacking me, like melee damage, I guess. I was like, God damn it. Um, and then after that, and the last one's sort of like a like a helix shot that looks like a, a helix. It's like that classic sort of like Contra-esque um, over-the-top bullet that you fire that does like weird patterns across the screen. It's like a lightning gun and a flamethrower as well. Um, so the better you're doing, you're picking up those orbs, you get those and it fills up your bar. Um, but when you get hit, you lose one of those. So you go back to the weapon before it. Ah. Yeah, so if you're so like you're firing away with your your sweet flamethrower and you're like yeah awesome and an enemy comes up to you and hits you then it drops back to the shield one and you're like oh shit but then you can still switch between the ones that you've already got because you've got all the rest of them before that as well so if like i said before when i was in an area where there was no enemies firing projectiles at me i had the shield one i was like all right cool i'll switch back to like the piercer and i'll hide behind cover and i'll pick them off through there so it's sort of like there's lots of different ways to sort of attack situations. Um, it's not overly complex and it's not overly uh, deep, but it's enough sort of variety there just so that it keeps you on your toes, uh, which I really like. Uh, it's a lot of fun. All the the, 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 the sprite works really nice. Um, like I said, the chip tune music's really, really great as well. Uh, and again, it's like 13 bucks. Uh, and the cool thing with the DLC is uh, the ones that are already out, you can buy those characters now, um, the uh, the Azura Gun Vault Striker one and the Gal Gun one. I think they're like three or four dollars. Um, but with the Shante and Shovel Knight, this is the reason why I bought the game is because Shante's is coming out. It's either out this week or next week. Um, actually, I need to check that when we finish recording to see if it's already downloaded. Um, for a week when they launched that character. Uh, they're free if you own the game. Um, or if you buy the game in that period, you get to download it for free. After that, then they go to their normal price. I'll probably pick the game up when Shovel Knight comes out. Yeah. That's what got me to buy it. I was like, uh, it's been, I've been looking at it for a while. And then I sort of, forget, it was one of those games I kept forgetting about. Um, and it was the perfect game that I, what I felt like this week where I didn't need to sit down for three or four hours at a time on the couch to play because I just haven't had Three or Some, four hours at a time to play on the couch. It's it's the sort of time when you need those burst games. That's, yeah, exactly. Again, that's why I've been playing a lot of Elite Dangerous. <laughs> yeah, well, it's perfect too because I can sit on the couch and play it on my Switch while I'm watching something on TV. So I'm sort of multitasking, uh, like watching podcasts and things like that. Um, watching which has podcasts. been good. Yeah, I watch. Like, I know. I know. I'm and... obviously screwing with you, Joel. <laughs> Gosh. Gosh, Joel. Vidcasts, then, if you will. <laughs> no one uses talk that. Talk shows. Thing. Yeah, talk shows, basically. Um, but yeah, I, it's, I, I think that's like $13 as well. And it's definitely, definitely worth a look. Especially if you like those sort of like uh, like old school kind of games. It's not overly difficult. There's like a checkpoint system where you've got to like get to like little glowing pads 
and that saves your game there and you respawn there or basically from um, the last story that you went through, like the last dungeon you were in. Um, it's not super unforgiving. Um, there's backtracking involved as well, so it's kind of like Metroidvania as well. You get, you're getting more abilities. So when, like, I just got, like, the hover jets for, for Sophia so I can, like, get to higher areas now. So I had to go from, like, the world I was in all the way back to the first world because there's literally when you spawn in at the start of the game, there's, like, a platform. You're like, well, I can't get up there. How do I get up there? So you go back there and you're like, oh, I can fly up there now as well. Um, but it's definitely worth a look, if you, especially if you're into those types of games. If you're not and you're looking for, like, a fun, like, carefree jump-a-shoot-man... Uh, <laughs> uh, jump and shoot, man. Jump and shoot, man. Go and watch the um, the Mega Man sequelitis, and you'll get that that reference. Um, it's, a good, it's a good video. It is a good video. It's a good series. Uh, yeah, it's definitely worth your time. So, Blaster Master Zero, good fun, good times were had by all. That's all I've been playing, Kyron. Every goddamn time, like I've. I've honestly almost specifically avoided opening up my switch for this reason mm-hmm. that that eShop is full of so many tempting games yep i just had a look like, at it before we started recording and i was like there's like five games none of them are overly good there's one there's like a one that was a, it's a mobile game that i actually owned and i was like man i wish i could play this with actual buttons now i can i was like fuck like right now i'm pretty sure it's still the case now hopefully but snake pass is on special no, it's not because I went gone, to buy it, it yesterday, oh. and I was like, well, "I, I hope like, everyone oh, got it because Snake that Pass. game's great." I didn't, and I forgot about. I saw it was on sale. I'm like, I should get that, and I was like, oh, "I'll wait till next week when I get paid," and then, and then it wasn't on sale. That's how they, that's how they get you. Yep, yep. But that's an interesting thing to see that like they're doing more frequent sales and well, sort of advertising finally. a lot more. Yeah, because I think they did on the 3ds and the and the Wii U, but they were always just like trash games. But they were clearly oh, just trying. Sure. No, you know what I mean, though. They were just games that were like Kitty Fun Jump three. And I you're mean, like, what happened to Kitty did... Jump Jump one and two? And why do I not know about these? And... Generally, Nintendo does their promotion discount stuff through the My Nintendo thing, which we of still course. haven't got anything for Switch yet. Unfortunately, no, no. But uh, like we had, yeah, like as we said, Snake Pass wasn't special, and so was Bomberman. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, th- I feel like Bomberman might still be on special. Okay, because, like, again, that's another game I'm like, oh, I could nearly... I could nearly justify Still too it. much. Still too much. I saw oh, it, it was, man. like, $54, and I'm like, no, nah, it's they still just too, added in, too rich for me. They just added in Pyramid Head Pyramid Belmont. Head, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's good to see they're doing sort of, like, frequent sales of, like, popular games, I guess, or, like, more noticeable games. High-profile yeah. games, I guess you could call them. The main thing is that the Switch, the Switch's eShop keeps getting better and better. Oh, God, yeah, absolutely. Every time I add something... Like, I didn't know that uh, Implosion, Never Say Die, I think it's called, um, which is, yeah, an iOS, like, hack-and-slash, um, like, action RPG game. It was, like, futuristic, like, cyborg ninja thing um, that I played on my phone, and I was like, this is good. I just... It's on my phone, and I don't want to play this type of game on my phone. I love playing my mo- exactly. I love playing mobile games, but there, there was a lot of things that I needed to that were taking up screen real estate. Um, and I was like, "Oh, cool!" It's obviously you know you pay the the tax for it. It's I think I paid like eight or nine dollars for it on my phone, and then it's sixteen fifty on the Switch. But um, 
I did remember though, I'm thinking about getting one of those eight bit dough controllers when they come out. Um, the ones that are like the old, like they look like the SNES controller and things like that, but they're basically pro controllers. Yeah. Um, because I think, because they're just a Bluetooth controller, I think you can use them on your phone. I think they work as an MFI controller as well, which if they do, I'm sold. I'm buying one of those 100% because that, that way I could play on my phone or get like a little, one of those little clips or something. I don't know. But yeah, the Switch is good. I still love it. It is. It's so good. Gone. I literally went to bed at like 4 or 5 a.m. over the weekend, and I had early starts as well because I had stuff to do in Bendigo um, because I was playing Gona. And I was just in bed going, well, just one more. Just one more go. Don't make a oh. stage an intervention, Joel. <laughs> yeah, to have a, a Gona intervention. Maybe. I've put it down for the moment. I'm playing Blaster Master Zero. It's fine. Everything's good. Do you know what else is good, Karen? What's that? News. News is good. News, News is good. good. We have we've, some this week. Yeah, it started to started to sort of step out into the light again. It's nothing crazy. Let's let's not get let's not get too worked up. I mean, the Overwatch thing we didn't put that in, but like, it's there's not much to talk about there. It's an article. Like that was exciting, but it's not much to talk about yet. We don't have more. Trust us, you'll you'll hear us scream from the rooftops when it happens. Um, but yeah, so first up this week, uh, Platinum's been, Platinum's been a bit cheeky at the moment, Platinum Games. Um, I don't know whether all of us are reading into it, or some of us are reading into this a bit too much. I thought with the Bayonetta one that we might be reading into it a little bit. So basically, um, Platinum Games have just started up a Twitter account, which they apparently didn't have one beforehand. Um, and yeah, one of their first pictures they tweeted was... Uh, a picture of like Bayonetta from Bayonetta 1 and 2, um, which, you know, nothing crazy about it. But now the colors, okay, so the colors on the picture are almost the same as the red and blue neon Joy-Cons, but they are also respectively the colors of those games. Yeah, the, that's it's it's so clever and also really cruel of exactly. Games. It's very coy of them. They're just like, what? It's just, it's just the games. We're not. But also too, is it so? They're sort of mirrored. So the, the top one is like Bayonetta from Bayonetta two, and she's sort of like normal view, and then the uh, Bayonetta one picture below is sort of like upside down, and they're both in the same sort of pose, holding their gun out, but. The way that the guns are all connected, it kind of looks like an S. It sort of does, but again, like I, I, I hope, I hope, I hope so. I'll fucking, I'll, I'll play those games again. I'll play them on the Switch because you know what? Fucking Bayonetta one and two are excellent games, and I love them. I think they're in my like top games of all time. I fucking adore those games. Um, but it doesn't stop there. This is where things start to get a little bit more concrete. I think. Only slightly. The concrete's still very wet. But um, they also... One of the next tweets they put out was a picture of some of the characters from their other game for the Wii U called The Wonderful 101 sitting around... uh, It looks like they're little models sitting around like a table um, playing games together. But the interesting thing is the controllers they're using are Joy-Cons. So... Nintendo have said that they're they're 
obviously planning to put more Wii U ports because there are a lot of games that they probably wanted to sell more of that people wanted to play but didn't have the system to play because they didn't want to buy a Wii U, which, you know, fair enough. Which, it's fair. Like, the Wii U, as much as I don't regret buying it, I can see it not appealing to people. Oh, absolutely. But there are these games that were sort of interesting and different and and fun um, that people might not have played first time around. Now they've got a Switch, they might be more willing to do so. So, I mean... Platinum's been doing some pretty like going nuts on the uh, on the re-releases at the moment because we had uh, we have uh, fucking Bayonetta on PC and then Vanquish. We already know that they're 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 definitely not past doing sort of like weird teasers for things um, because we also know that Bayonetta are talking about Bayonetta three internally as well. Exactly. So. Oh man, I, Wonderful One Hundred One was a game that I kind of wanted to play, um, but I never got around to buying. Um, it was interesting. It was colourful, mm. uh, very, very, yeah, very colourful and vibrant. You know, and it had it had a bit of that platinum magic. I never quite got into it, but right, there was always the, the feeling that there was something there that I wanted to get into. So I would be okay with a sequel. A sequel, yeah. okay. The one I just want, I want platinum to make a new Switch game. Yeah, me too. I want yeah. I love platinum. Can we have near automata on the switch? I think. You know what? I honestly think that's come up. I think that has come up. I I think it has too. And I and it's, I got the it user response of ask Square Enix. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well. But, but like that again, they're open to it. Like it sounds like they're willing to do it if if the demand is there. But that the would be there. that would be awesome. And from what I played of that demo, it, that, that game doesn't seem super demanding like no yeah like, well because by the focus on gameplay above all else yeah, like, the combat yeah. has to feel good like it doesn't look shit it still looks good but it's it like you know it's not super like high fidelity graphics it's that, not horizon zero dawn no exactly it's like it, it is it would be capable of running on the switch i would be very surprised if it wasn't um so i mean that'd be awesome hopefully been, like I'm i just desperate I want to play that game on the switch. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah even something new Bayonetta three, I don't, I don't know, but I thought, I, I thought that was interesting. I mean, I think the, the the main takeaway from this is like platinum clearly have a switch on their mind. Like, especially oh, looking yeah. at that wonderful one hundred one picture, you can visibly see the little switch joy cons in their hands. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think something's coming. Who knows when it's going to pop up? Like, Nintendo probably wouldn't announce anything for a while now. Maybe there'll be like a December direct where they start talking more about twenty eighteen stuff. Who That's knows? That's true. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I, we'll, we'll definitely get a direct towards the end of the year about something. Um, yeah, well, once Mario and Xenoblade are out, like, there's a bit of a clear slate to get on. Well, I mean, look, these aren't these aren't new games. So if they were remasters, these are the types of things that where they could just be like, we're doing a Platinum Games Direct. They said that they've announced their slate of games for the rest of the year so far, pretty much so far, but they, they haven't ruled out any additional things. But I don't think they're going to do any new games remasters are a different story i think maybe uh, it almost it, honestly the calendar of a switch as far as like not not necessarily triple a games but like big switch games seems pretty healthy right now it's true yeah like we, we, we practically have at least a game a month up mm-hmm. until now in december yeah actually because we've got pretty, Splatoon, pretty good. and we've got 
Uh, Mario Rabbids, then it's... I think it's... September. it's oh, is it... I don't think it's got a solid release date, release date but think, things are pointing towards Fire Emblem Warriors in September, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. And then, obviously, October, we've got... Um, Mario. Odyssey, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think with the first one, I, I saw that the article for on VG247 about the, the Bayonetta one, and I'm like, okay, like, I can... I, I would like that, and I can see the the parallels, but I was like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'm a bit skeptical. But the fact of the matter is that that um that wonderful 101 picture has come out now. It's like that's a little bit more obvious. I mean, don't forget, like in two weeks, we've got Bayonetta Amiibo coming out. So, oh man, imagine if they just like dropped it on that day. <laughs> Jesus, like, oh my god. No, anyway, um. Also, thank you for reminding me that I need to go pre-order that Bayonetta Amiibo. No problem. Which one are you going to get? Both? I think I'm going to get Bayonetta 2. I like Bayonetta 2 better. Like, like I like Bayonetta from Bayonetta 2 better. It could be because you're biased because you played Bayonetta 2. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I played both of them. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. But you, did you play 2 first or 1? I played 1 first. Oh, did you? I played them in order. Yeah. I'm proud of you, Joel. I, I played I, I played Bayonetta originally on PS3, which Ooh. was garbage. The um, PS3 version of Bayonetta is notoriously bad. It's so bad. Um, and I I didn't I hired it and I was like this this is fine. Yeah, it was good. I, it was fun. I also rented it. Mm, what a yeah. Oh, and I was like okay cool. But then I was like man, you know what? As a game, especially after playing more platinum games, I was like I'm ready for another platinum game. Um, so I eventually like months and months and months after it came out, I tracked down and got a copy of the um the collection with the two of them for for the sweet uh for the Wii U rather. That's how um, I picked it up as well. And so I was like, well I'm not gonna just jump into Bayonetta two. I've got them both here. I might as well play them from the start. Um and I played them yeah one and two. So um but no I just like short hair Bayonetta. I think she looks she looks awesome. But yeah. I'm gonna have to get her I think. No, I will. I'm, I'm definitely getting it, but... Oh I'm going to try for both Bayonetta's, but... Yeah, two is one I would go for, too. Yeah. yeah. Just, Worst I case scenario... Looks, looks nicer. I have my selections lined up for those three Amiibo. Ideally, yeah. I want both Clouds, both Bayonetta's, and I'll just get female Corrin, but... Yep. Cuts might have to be made. I, I might get a Cloud. I'm not sure yet. I'm not... I, have, I don't have as much of an emotional attachment to it, but I do like... I do like Cloud. I do like the Amiibo as well. It looks nice. It's a nice little figure. Cool. Shall we uh, Shall we move on then, Kyron? We sure think, We sure shall, Joel, because guess what? what? Coming up next is your favourite punching bag. Uh, I will go easy, Kyron. It's fine. <laughs> I'm actually... You'll this go is, easy. This is a little sad. Like, it's, you know... It's never good news. But uh, Mass Effect Andromeda is probably not going to get any single-player DLC. Uh, it has been revealed this week. Now hold the sh- hold the shock. Hold the well, shocked gasps. I know, right? You know, because everyone's like, "Oh, I'm outraged. I was expecting it." And yeah, mm, it's. I don't think many people were. No, I, I. If you were expecting it, you were living in a delusional place. Unfortunately, I'm really sorry to deliver that news to you, but, um, yeah, it seems to be the Mass Effect franchise is sort of being put to sleep quietly at the moment. Well, it's interesting to start 
the story off by saying that this story, it comes from Kotaku, obviously. Mm. Uh, it has an interesting beginning because originally a Facebook post was widely shared across the internet that mm-hmm. claimed that Bioware had cancelled Mass Effect Andromeda's downloadable content. Of course. So there was good news and bad news. The good news was that post was wrong. Yep. But uh, as per Jason Schreier writes on Kotaku, the bad news is they guessed correctly. It's right. Yeah, because he has about approximately three people familiar with Bioware's plans, but basically confirms that, yeah, it's not happening. Yeah. Which and is Jason... interesting, but that's how it has all started. Yeah. Uh, and Jason Schreier is usually pretty on the money with yeah, his definitely. contacts. Um, he's had a pretty good track record lately. So, And all you've really got to do is look at the, um, the mounting evidence. Like, first of all, the game comes out, doesn't do well. They pledge to fix it. They're like, okay, we've got a, like a, a roadmap of our patches. And from what I can tell, they, they've done a pretty good job. Yeah, they have. And then Bioware Montreal was scaled down. Then at E3, Bioware Edmonton announced like that Anthem is the next big thing. Yep. And just last week, we had we basically heard rumors, or not even rumors, like basically we know now that Bioware is also starting the next Dragon Age game. Yep. It just doesn't leave much room for Mass Effect Andromeda at this point. Honestly, I think it's a good thing. I think just put it away. You've got plenty of other things on your plate that people are excited for, mainly Anthem, because it looks really good. Um, hopefully it is. Hopefully ho- I hope so is. as well. It looks good. That's I should very like specify that, that it looks good. I want to see good. what a more natural play session of that game looks like yeah. as opposed to a stage demo. Well, maybe they'll have it hands-on at PAX or something this year and we'll be able to... Go and check it out. Uh, I mean, maybe. I wouldn't get my hopes up. Yeah. Yeah. They'll do betas and things like that. We'll, I'll, I'll definitely, we'll, we'll get our hands on it at some point. I'm oh, yeah. We'll definitely get our hands on beforehand, I'm pretty sure. But I don't know. Have they, have they really been at PAX? Not really. I don't think they have been. So, they yeah. They have been by, like, through other like, means. Like, in PlayStation booths and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and Xbox and things as well. But yeah. But, I don't know. Maybe we'll see him this year. Maybe. I, I, the main thing is, I'm pretty sure the writing's been on the wall for Andromeda for a while now. Yeah. Uh, well, for the Mass Effect series in general. Like, oh, it's... Because yeah. this is this is it. Like, obviously, there's no... If you were to release another Mass Effect game, even two years down the track, like, people are still going to be like, oh, remember Andromeda, though? So, I, I don't know. I think, yeah, put it to bed. Put it aside. Let people maybe maybe in a year's time do a remaster of the first three. I don't know, man. Do you do that? That's yeah, true. Like again, Mass it's, Effect One and Two are very good games, but yeah. I can't help but lean very heavily on Mass Effect Three and just that ending. Yeah. Like even mm. with the like the extended ending DLC that Bioware added, that doesn't improve it. But and if I don't, you- know if, if fans want to be reminded of that really or like if they you, don't want that wound reopened yeah yeah well if you include all the dlc i, I mean citadel yeah. apparently is like a pretty a, i never played it but it was apparently a really good it was like a better ending i guess a send-off for those characters it was a fun send-off for sure i can see that but as an ending for the like the mass effect trilogy is kind of like yeah like character wise perfect but I I can never forgive how things ended with the Reapers. Like that's all those just choices and all that, you know, the culmination of disappointment right there. Yeah, oh, I agree. 
But I mean, if I get to play through Mass Effect Two again, I'd be happy. Two is a good game, and two is really good. that's a problem though because I would just want two on its own, and I know I wouldn't get that option. Yeah, yeah. Unless they do like a Dead Rising thing, where they're like, "No, nah, they would never do that." Um, but yeah, look, I for all the bashing that I've done, I'm not, I've been very notorious for doing that for flapping my mouth about things about <laughs> Mass Effect Andromeda, about Crash Bandicoot. I get it. All right, sue me for having opinions. Um, but this sucks because, I mean, I wanted Mass Effect to be good. I wanted Andromeda to be good, obviously, because I like those games. But it sucks to see that this is sort of like the final nail in the coffin for that iteration of the game and potentially for the franchise at the moment, for the foreseeable future. Yeah, well, the main reason I think it sucks is purely because, I mean, I didn't finish Andromeda. But I haven't played enough of Andromeda to know that, like, this basically leaves the fates of Aquarians in Andromeda right. up in the air because, like, they were basically they were coming later, if I recall, than the yeah. rest of the of the fleets. So they were on their way. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry, guys. <laughs> I felt for sure that the single player DLC would be saving them or meeting them, but uh, it would I guess make that's sense not happening. for it to be that. But yeah, I like the Aquarians, sort of. Uh, I guess me too. I do. I like the Quarians a lot, Karen. Okay, all right. Apart from when they ruined Tali's face? Well... The stock image? Yes. Yeah, that was... That was that sucked. That's okay. My Tali killed herself anyway. I... Oh, God. Jesus. I had, Look, I had, invested, the conversation I had invested a lot was... of time with Tali, and I got a stock photo, and I was not entirely happy with that. But for me, for me the conversation with Tali was going south. And it came down to Legion or Tali, and I'm going to choose Legion every time. <laughs> oh, that's rough. I mean, I mean, look, you're not wrong, but like Legion, Legion is pretty you, cool. Also, Joel, also, you took Tali away from Garrus. Hey, hey, you did. No, no, because this. Okay, can I just explain this for a second? Because my wife and I both played these games. Yeah, huh? And so. I romanced Tali in 2 and 3 because they're the ones that I played. And she romanced Garrus in 2 and 3. So, in a weird way, we have, <laughs> like, they're still together, but, yeah. That's or my just... E- that's or my, everyone separated. That's, no, that's my horrible justification <laughs> for it. And I'm sticking by it. All and right. It works in my mind. And it makes okay, me... Okay, man. All it helps right. me sleep at night. It's fine. <laughs> oh. But yeah, it's. I um, miss those Mass Effect characters, those classic ones. Yeah, right. Like, <sighs> and I mean, there, there were glimmers of them. I mean, I didn't play a whole lot of Andromeda, to be fair. So that's probably that's probably the problem. But I get, I just didn't feel the drive or the the want to go back and play more of it. So, um, I can't so I wonder, Joel. I can't help but wonder what would Mass Effect Andromeda have looked like had EA not forced it into Frostbite. Like, I can't help but wonder what that game would have yeah, been Yeah, like. yeah. Probably <sighs> probably would have run a lot better. And maybe, maybe just a little bit more time in the oven? Yeah, well, cause, just again... Just a tiny from, bit? From what we can tell, like, putting it on Frostbite, they had to trash a lot of stuff and then, like, actually create systems for, the, for that engine from the ground mm-hmm. up because obviously Frostbite wasn't made with yeah. role-playing games in mind. So, yeah, like, I can't imagine what that original game would have been like. But, oh, well. Well, because was, was Inquisition in Frostbite? And it wasn't, was it? Yes, it was. It was? 
So but even it, and that's the thing. Even Inquisition, like it's it's not it's not as bad as Dragon Age Two. Great. It's not great though either. It's not great, but it was like it was, I, it was it less was okay. noticeable. It was less noticeable. I felt I, I don't know. Anyway, oh boy, poor Mass Effect. Yeah, poor we'll Mass see it Effects. again in like five or six years, probably from Absolutely. a new developer. Absolutely. And yeah. For now, have a enjoy yeah. your break. I guess <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, you've you've earned it. Question mark? <laughs> yeah, no, you have. You've earned it. Yeah, Mass Effect One and Two are very good games. Mass Effect, yeah, I also never played one, but two, like, and for the most part, three until the ending. Until three. like the last, until you until you arrive at the Cerberus base. Yeah, that's when that game yep. falls apart. Yep. No, you're not wrong there. That's yeah. I, apart from that, like all the all the the farewells and all that sort of stuff, and like wrapping up characters and Never different things. Forget Morden. Karen, mm. we're already leaving this on a sad note. Why do we have to bring that up? <laughs> still hurts, Joel. Still hurts. It still hurts. But under some 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 news. <laughs> It's pretty exciting news, it's honestly. It's pretty exciting. Uh, yeah, okay. It is exciting. So, um, it's been announced that, that there's an Assassin's Creed anime coming to Netflix by the uh, the Castlevania uh, net, uh, Netflix anime creator. Um, Which so, is worth yeah. reminding everyone, but the Castlevania anime will probably be up by the time this episode is out. Most likely, yes. Um, I forgot until you mentioned that I was like, <laughs> oh, shit, like... I have no attachment to Castlevania whatsoever, but I'm fucking pumped for this because I hope I hear the Castlevania like theme song in like the yeah. first episode, and I'll just, I'll just giggle, I'll giggle Fuck uncontrollably. Yeah. Fuck yeah! Uh, so yeah, uh, the the uh, the the creator who go whose name is uh, Adi Shankar, um, and he announced he's going to do an Assassin's Creed anime. Um, so he's probably most notable. We mentioned this probably back when we talked about the Castlevania one, but uh, his work on the uh, the Dread film, uh, the most recent one, which I'm a very big fan of, um, because I'm also, I am also the Law. Uh, he also did Machine Gun Preacher and The Grey, which I never watched, but I watched it. I was was when I was working at the cinemas, and what I saw of it looked interesting. Is that the Liam Neeson fighting wolves, oh. getting lost in the wilderness one. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I, think, I haven't seen it. I think this is the grey off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, so we're getting a, an Assassin's Creed one. It's exciting. A, it's worth noting, it'll be an original story set in the Assassin's Creed universe, so you don't cool. have to worry about it leaning on Ezio or any of the other already existing assassins. Will we see an Animus? Will we see... I Abstergo. mean, will we see any of yes. that stuff? It's Assassin's Creed. I'm sorry, oh, but you're going to see it. I know. I know. Look, if it's handled right, it, it can Absolutely. be interesting. Yeah. It's just that the games, the last couple of iterations, haven't made it interesting. It, 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 Ubisoft just going, look how coy we Look how clever we are. It's like, no, you're not. And for, for all I complained, like, there was a decent character hook with um i honestly forget desmond desmond with desmond yeah, desmond's was interesting enough yeah and then they I played it. killed him off and it was like cool now you just play as the assassins but there's still going to be stuff outside the animus but you're never going to see your own face so who cares and i was like yeah. well why should i why should i care about these gameplay segments if you don't care like yeah screw it 
And then they changed them to like first person in Black Flag. Yeah. It was like, and, and you worked for like fake Ubisoft. Yeah, fake Ubisoft. At least in Watch Dogs 2, they were just like, you can just go go and hack into our offices in San Diego. It's fine. Yeah. And that was so, fine. It was That was good. I liked that. And you leaked the trailer. I love that. That's fine. Because that's not tongue in cheek. That's just going, them just going, nah, fuck it. Why not? Um, I'm excited to see like what era they're going to pick and all that sort well, of stuff. It seems that it seems it says the people want a uh, one of the games. Obviously, people have been saying in feudal Japan, it'd be a good setting for it. It would be. For I mean, anime, it seems like it not to is. Be. Is it ever called out as an anime? Oh yeah, it does say it's set in as an anime series. In this series. particular article, yeah. So maybe maybe we'll get an anime one. Mm. Which would be I mean, cool. like, I, I mean, their parents are cool. It's like if you're gonna call a spade a spade. If you look at the Netflix, the the Castlevania one, it's like it's pretty anime. It's pretty anime. It's we'll pretty see. Anime. And that's the part where I was kind of like, because uh, I've watched a couple of Netflix's anime offerings, and it's kind of been a bit uh, not very good. But mm. this one looks good, so I have hope. This one looks good, and it shouldn't for multiple reasons. I know. Like I said, it should like it's a Netflix anime, and it's based on a video game. From like, Konami. From Konami. Like, there's so many things going against it. So, and somehow I mean, it looks good, and I'm excited to watch it. We'll talk about it next week. Hopefully I'll, I'll get a chance to sit and watch them. You better have, because I'm going to be basically binging it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll try and smash through a whole bunch of it. I will put down my controller and my video games to watch this. How many episodes is it? Have I said? have no idea. I don't know if it's up yet. Like... <laughs> um... It comes out July 7, which I assume is American time, so it would probably be sometime tomorrow afternoon for us, or Friday afternoon if you're listening to this in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we record in the past. Exciting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that's exciting. Uh, hmm. I'm obviously not a big Assassin's Creed fan. I just... I'd miss that boat, I think. Um, ironically, the one that I got into the most was the one that involved the boat, which is Black Flag. Um, but yeah, I, I think I, I would watch this, especially if this, if this Castlevania one's good, then I'll be, all right, cool. I'm, I'm down for that. Give us more. Give me more video game animes. Yeah. Especially from Netflix. Like, let's just do, let's just do this. Yep. Guys, let's do it. Yep. That's fine. Netflix are good at doing original stuff for the most part. What would you want next, though? Oh, that's like that's like opening, that's opening a door to a like, discussion that I don't know if we're well, ready for. I don't know. I was going to put this in the news because I haven't actually watched it yet, but apparently someone's made like a fake intro for an Overwatch cartoon, like an Overwatch anime. If only Blizzard would just oh. give us the Overwatch movie we want. Oh, oh no. Just Overwatch anime, like full anime. Oh, man. I'm, I'm like, I'm blacking out of... I'm getting like a nosebleed for how awesome that would be. <laughs> I'm like, oh, overload. Um, but yeah, apart from that, mm, I asked a question, but I, I don't even have an answer. Like, this is <gasps> Karen, <clears throat> shovel knight, shovel knight. It's not yep. bad. It, it, it's I, not it, bad. It's 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 crazy enough to work. <laughs> like it's 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 silly enough and crazy enough to work, but it's also got like a lot of heart and a lot of like sentiment to it as well. That w- I feel like that would work pretty well. You aren't wrong. I do love those characters as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the, the mm, why'd you do mm, this, Joel? Mm, 
I was literally, I'm looking around my room, looking at all like my amiibo and stuff, and I saw my shovel knight, and I was like, oh, and I went, oh no, oh that's, no, that's too good, we can't have that, it's too good, it's too pure for this world. We don't deserve such such (laughs) amazing things. We do not. Oh boy. Alrighty, well, I think we should move on to our final news topic. We should as it happened mere hours ago. It did. Do you know what? I forgot this was happening tonight until I got, really? a, I got, I got a notification from YouTube saying, hey, the Splatoon 2 Direct starting in 10 Joel, minutes. And I went, oh, fuck. It came up in our group chat and we quite literally said, oh, we will record after that. <laughs> I, I, we've, I completely forgot. And also I've, I worked and then like played a set today and I'm, I'm all out. All you are not very show. fresh, Joel. You are no, not fresh. No, I am not fresh. I did not stay fresh. I went against Kalyamari. Um, cool. So, yeah, we got up. Uh, it was like about half an hour, 28 yeah. minutes or so, I think it was, uh, of Splatoon 2 details, which, I mean, it was a lot of stuff that was like, all right, like I expected that, but it was still good to hear. It's probably, it's fair to say that like maybe 10, 15-ish minutes were like recaps of like, Oh yeah, they, they went over weapons, which are all this, you know as expected. They went over gear, like your hats, your shirts, your shoes, uh, abilities, game types. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, were, there were some nuggets towards the end, Joel. Oh yes, yes there were. But I mean, we'll go over the details, the basics, uh, things like uh, like game modes that were returning, like turf war, obviously, which is the OG Splatoon, I guess you could say. Um, and then things like ranked play and. The other one, ranked play and... League battles. League battles, thank you. That was what I was looking for. Which is um, the one we will probably spend the most time in. Yeah, I would I would say so. Uh, which, is, you know, obviously things that we already knew. Uh, lots of different gear. They showed off some of the new weapons, which look pretty cool. Um, they showed off some of the weapons that are, quote unquote, in development at the, uh, Joel, the Inkling I Studios. Love, I love... That umbrella weapon. The umbrella? That's why I brought this up, because I wanted to talk about that fucking umbrella. Joel, we Dark Souls now. Yep, yep. I, I, in my mind, I was like, no, it's Reinhardt. It's also it's, Reinhardt. It's Splat Reinhardt. I love it. I've, I can't help but feeling like, looking at all the stuff and like the weapons and things, that, not in a bad way, Like they've obviously taken a good look at things like Overwatch. Oh, um, yeah. Like, I mean, those... those the, 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 um, the splat dualies, um, I, like that's Trace's gun, and the fact that the dodge roll is very quick. And I mean, if I'm being completely honest, when I first played Overwatch, I was like, oh, this reminds me of Splatoon because yeah, yeah, simple, accessible shooter, absolutely, lots of fun, yeah, and it's also cool not sort of... a great deal of content at the gate. No, um, this seems to be different, different, uh, different story this time, which is good. Um, yeah. But they showed off like so, all the, the the different uh, retail shops you can go to, um, and the vendors that work those shops. Um, it's important, Joel, that we point out that one of the shops is called Shella Fresh, and I love it. I fucking adore that as well. Shella. Oh my Fresh. god, so many good puns. There's a guy. Cause apparently, you can buy food. It's like a, like an XP booster and stuff as well. Um, but his name was. Oh, it was really funny. I can't remember it now. It was, it's um, it's Krusty Sean's. Yeah, yeah, Krusty Sean's, and I'm like, I get it. 
I see what so you good. did there. I like, I like, I had to say it in my head, like out loud, a little bit, a couple of times as well. As in my head, I was like, "Crusty, sh- crustacean, crustacean." Oh, <laughs> oh, you clever fucks! Mind blown. Yeah, that was good. Um, and yeah, so all all the different types of gear and things like that have different abilities as well, which I think was in original. It was, it was in Splatoon One, and you yeah. could you could. Rotate them out in a similar way to how you do it in Splatoon 2. Mm, yeah. So all that sort of stuff is pretty pretty stock standard. Um, and they should have some of the sub-weapons as well, which they have ones like a an auto-bomb, which some of the new ones anyway, but like a, was it an auto-bomb, which is basically, it's like a little bomb dog. Did it look, look like a little puppy thing. Yeah, it sort of like it, seeks a target. Yeah, and it like explodes on them and covers covers them in paint. In typical uh, Splatoon mode, uh, Splatoon fashion. Um, there's like a toxic mist as well, which is like a giant gas which, cloud. Let's be honest here. It's like, oh, this is a cute game. Yep. Where mm-hmm. you shoot paint everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's very colorful. Everyone's and gas time. your enemies, apparently. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Whoa. Just dropping gas bombs on <laughs> and people. And took a turn. Yep. Um, oh, boy. Uh, but yeah, so... Apart from sort of the obvious things like that, there was some new stuff that they talked about, uh, like the Salmon Run. They talked about Salmon Run again, which is the um, the co-op accord mode, I guess. They did reveal that Salmon Run will have a variety of bosses. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. Which is very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it said it's local co-op only, I think, at this stage. Really? I feel like I read that somewhere. Uh, I don't know where I read that, but... Uh, oh, Joel, it's on you now. Like, where did I read it? Maybe it, it, says, it says local and online multiplayer. Oh, I made that up. I, I fucking saw that before. I, I, maybe, I, maybe I shut my eyes for a second and I dreamed it. I don't know. I apologize. That is on me. Um, but yeah, anyway, it's co-op fun. I'm excited for that. Because it looks really, really... The more I see of that mode, the more sold on it I am. Yeah, I don't know how... It, 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 they talked about, or they showed it, actually, having, like, designated times when it runs. That's the only thing that I'm not I a fan of. I don't like that. I don't... Yeah, I don't like having to schedule in when I'm going to play this video Just game. Just let me play the co-op horde yeah. mode. Yeah. No, I, I agree. It's like, it's like, you have to go... You have to... You can only go when, like, the salmon... I can't remember what the enemies are called. The the salmonoid salmonoids, 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 the salmon things. Um, yeah, the, they, the bad guys. The, the bad guys that you need to shoot. Um, yeah, they they only they're only like spawning at certain times. And that's, that's I don't know, like, just let me play it when I want. Yeah, I agree. I saw that too, and I was like, that was the only part of the direct where I was like, ooh, no. Because if like I'm being that. honest, I'm not crazy about returning to the rotating stages either, but, I mean, oh well, it's happening, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I mean, we do it in Overwatch. Yeah, but, like, it never really feels like we're just rotating between two maps. That's Great. true. Sometimes it does. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, like, this will be literally, like, I assume two maps, just like Splatoon 1 was, and... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still, I'm still really excited for this game, though. 
Yeah, I'm super pumped to get back to it. I'm super pumped. I was saying to you, uh, this to you before. I'm excited to get back to Splatoon where after playing like a lot of Overwatch and sort of knowing, like, getting used to playing as a team better yeah. and like thinking about like what the team needs to, to, to do better. It's like, Definitely. all right, cool. All right, this person's picked that, so I'm going to pick this. Whereas before when I played Splatoon originally, I'm just like, I'm going to use this gun. I don't give a fuck about anyone else. Um, the only any snag might be again like I do like an Overwatch how you can sort of flip on the fl- on the fly and Splatoon's basically you pick your loadout you're locked in and yeah. you go into battle with that I don't know if that'll change I hope it does but we'll see I guess it's not too bad though I guess if you sort of go into it you sort of tool around in sort of like the, the single player modes or, or like just with yeah. friends and stuff and then you're like alright I think I like I think I like the using the, the dualies I think that's my thing or it's like, oh, I'm I'm pretty good at with the charge shot. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick back and be the sniper. So yeah, everyone sort of I, like slowly falls into their class. I loved those duelies in the demo. I'm excited to get. I, I that's what I'm excited for. I want to fucking. They were so good. Yeah, they look and sound good every time I see them in a video. I'm just like, oh, I want to play with those. Having that dodge just makes rollers so much more fun to deal with. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Even some of the new rollers they've got too look interesting. One of the ones in development, there's like a new. Um, well, the, the biggest change is like you can flick them vertically now. Yeah, which is cool. So you can do like a longer like line as well, which, which is, you can use not only to attack enemies but like as a like a strip for you to squid yeah. into. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just sort of swim along, which is neat. Like rollers, that's a cool addition for rollers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, I never really got rollers. Ash was really good with it. She was fucking deadly with a roller. She was very good at Splatoon. Like, I remember watching her play that, and I was pretty impressed. I'm not going to lie. She's pretty impressive with that. And it was mainly the, the, the rollers that she would use, and she was just, like, on fire with it. Menacing. Well, you, you have to get a second Switch, Joel, because we can play this all locally. Oh, can't. Nintendo keeping the LAN alive. She doesn't... She, she wants a PlayStation 4 more so than a Switch at the moment. She hasn't mentioned buying a Switch. She wants another PlayStation 4 so we can both play Overwatch together. Mm-hmm. That, that's a more expensive uh, option. The, the, the $500 Switch is probably... Because you can play that on the handheld mode. Joel, I'm so excited for Splatoon 2. Oh, me too. Me too. Um, but we should mention, though, that they did talk about the kind of... About the online server stuff. Oh, God. So, we got our first glimpse about how things are working, but they still really didn't say anything. Um, basically, Splatnet 2 is going to be like a, a mobile app that you use. Well, it's a, it's a, a part of a Nintendo Switch it's online a, app. Right, yeah, it's a part of that app, um, which is launching when the game comes out um, on July 21st. Uh it's pretty cool. It tracks things like the last 50 matches that you've played and like people that you played with and what kind of gear that they were using. So you can sort of like, I guess like take notes and sort of adjust your strategies and whatnot to see what worked and what didn't work, which is kind of cool. Um, the thing, the dumbest thing that they added, which I, I, it got a giggle out of me and I was like, this is kind of fun. I like that is, um, it shows you like a lifetime, uh, paint meter of how much paint you've spilled. Which I love. I do love that. Um, I think it's great. And it, it, it you have it certain like landmarks. It compares it to like like real world landmarks. 
So the one they showed in the in the video was like, you've you've splattered enough paint paint to cover the Great Pyramid of P- uh, Giza. And it's like, cool, awesome. That's a lot of paint. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of paint. Um, yeah, it's like dumb stats like that. And I was like, all right, cool. I mean, I'm down for that. Um, and you can use it to like set up your like obviously because it's an online service as well to set up um like party chat and matches with your friends. Still don't know how all that works. So they they yeah, exactly they were like bit. look they're like here it is and they're like how does it work and I'm like mm, we'll never tell. Yeah, they, they sort of like hinted it's like this is where you'll be able to invite your friends to play over what to play Splatoon matches with you and and that's great, but more please. But how? Still not crazy about using my phone to voice chat. We'll probably stick to party chat for most of that. Yep. Have to run two fucking consoles for it. Yeah. I don't. I still hold out hope that maybe there'll be a way to not have to use it, but it, it seems unlikely at this point. Yeah. It. I don't know. I don't know. I just want to fucking know how it works. Yeah, it's a thing. Like they're still being pretty secretive about it, considering that Splatoon Two launches in a couple of weeks. Yep. And we'll have the app then. Like, yep. it'll come out. Yep. I guess we don't really know how featured it'll be, like, considering the online paid service doesn't come until 2018, but the app will be out. Yeah, it'll be here. We'll know how it works, for better or worse. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, it's worth mentioning that they did say that Splatoon 2 will also be receiving the usual post-launch updates. Yes. So there'll be about a year of like content as far as like weapons and maps and all that go mm-hmm. and about two years of Splatfests. Yep. Which the first Splatfest is launching before the game comes out. Yeah, I did it when they were rolling that announcement out. I had to do a double take. I'm like, wait, that's like, not... Hang on. Right. Yeah. So it, uh, the, the first Splatfest is taking place on the 15th uh, via a demo on the uh, Nintendo eShop. You can download and take part in uh, during a certain time, which is... Some ungodly time for us. Yeah, well, for the Americans or the, like for the time zones they have, it's a it's a reasonable time, Joel. For them, oh. it's like three p.m. till seven p.m. But when yeah. you convert it, great. Yeah, it it becomes like two in the morning until like four or six or something. Yay, good times. Ooh. So unfortunately, probably won't be a part of that. But I'm I'll try to. But it's the first one is which is better, cake or ice cream. Which is better, Joel? Cake, clearly. It's cake. It's cake. Cake is the best. Cake is the best. Thank you. I all. like all right. ice cream. I like ice cream. I was worried for a second there. I ice like cream's ice like cream. a ice cream's like a only during warm time of the years, right? Like Very cake true. is all year round. Very true. Very true. And you know what? I'm not even talking about like fancy cakes. I no. literally have half of a cold sponge cake in my fridge at the moment. And Joel, I'm the f- familiar with your with your sponge cake buying. I have a, I have an addiction to those fucking things. Like I didn't get one for my birthday this year, Joel. I was quite sad. I wasn't there. I have it here. I've got half of it for you. You you, you were up the weekend of, of, after, I guess. God you could have bought me a sponge cake. Can I just mention too, I'm just going to take this moment here that I just wanted to mention that we recorded last week and by the time we started recording, it was your birthday. And because I am the worst friend in the world, I didn't even realize until we hung up the fucking Discord chat <laughs> and then I went to Facebook and Facebook was like, hey, it's Kyron's birthday. I went, motherfucker. God. <laughs> and I, I messaged you straight away. I was like, I am so sorry, dude. I am the worst friend in the world. And then I didn't even get you a fucking cold sponge cake. I'm 
Exactly. Like, I, you owe me a sponge cake, Joel. I fucking do. I do owe you a sponge cake. I'm going to hold you to that. I'll hold myself oh, to I, that. You know what, Joel? I know you will. Yeah, I will. Because, do you know why as well? Because it involves me getting sponge cake. <laughs> anyway, the point is, cake exactly. is the winner here. Cake is Team the winner cake. here. If you say ice cream, you're wrong. Unless it's summer. And then you're yeah. you're a bit more right. Okay. Cakes, cakes are... Cake's a good gift. I still go around. ice cream in like winter as well sometimes, but like, all right, okay, let's not go too crazy, Joel. Like, but like, it's fine. But like, nothing beats like a good cake. Nothing beats like a good cake. <laughs> anyway, but uh, speaking of the the Splatfest, that obviously with the single player stuff that uh, Kelly and Mari are preoccupied. Oh, Joel, I I I nearly we nearly forgot to bring this up. I think mm-hmm. this is I was so happy. <laughs> yep. So, we got our first look. Uh, we have two new squid idols. Uh, so, the two new squid idols we have are Marina and Pearl. Uh, and they are the hosts of the, of the TV show, or the, I guess, the Splatoon TV show called Off the Hook. It's worth noting that Splatoon 2 Direct, like, featured a sort of music video from them. It was, yeah, it was like a that weird... That song was catchy. Yep. <laughs> Yep, in typical Splatoon fashion, like all the music, I was just like, oh, oh I just want another soundtrack, please. Can I have I this? I love that soundtrack. <laughs> it's so good. And, oh, speaking of soundtrack, card, before we get more about Marina and Pearl, they dropped this tiny little bit, a little bit of info in there. Is, there is a fucking Splatoon 2 rhythm game within Splatoon 2. Yes, there you is. You can fucking play... Oh. Yes. You can play a rhythm game. It's very basic, but it's with all the songs from the game. And I was like, I fucking, okay, I'm in. I'm so in. That was the, that, that was the icing on the cake, which is the better thing other than, that was, that's better than ice cream. Does that replace the little squid jump game from Splatoon 1? I hope so. And I'm, also, also what we didn't note down in the notes, but was clearly shown in the direct, is there will be a way to draw... Yes, Still. I did. I forgot to put that down. Sorry. Um, without without Miiverse, like I was wondering how they'll do that because honestly, the Miiverse was half of the reason Splatoon One was so good. It's cool, and like you'd, you'd log in and you walk around, and like people's artwork would be mm. on the walls of like some of the maps and in the actual like Inkopolis as well. Um, so and they bring like that we'll back. Still be able to draw. And it seems, I, I think, from that too, I think you can post directly to social media from that as well. Heck yeah! So you can, so like, how do you do that though? Do you use, is it on the Switch or on the phone or maybe it'll be like a login to facebook thing maybe yeah because like that's yeah i don't know who knows we fucking know nothing anyway but marina and pearl they're the hosts of off the hook um and yeah they're like pop idols like they uh like kali amari were or are. one of them was like well, i think it was marina was sort of like octarian almost yeah yeah and she's sort of like she looks like the producer like the, the musician and then Pearl was like the the singer, I guess. Oh, they both Joel, sang, but I've already forgotten the catchphrase of their TV show. I, it's it is. I remembered oh, it because it made me fucking laugh so it, much. Like, me too. It it's don't it get cooked. Off the hook. Stay yeah. off the hook. Oh I was like, yes. I'm so, I'm so ready for Splatoon two. Give also, it to me now. also because of the line "Don't get cooked" makes me laugh as well for other reasons yes. that I won't get into here, <laughs> but hilarious good times nothing to do with me by the way if you know what i'm talking about nothing to do with me personally (laughs) just knowledge of that side of things oh anyway 
I Splatoon 2. I am so excited for Splatoon 2. Yeah, I'm keen. Like I was saying before, like after playing like a lot of Overwatch, where we we're 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 pretty we have a good team dynamic. We're like no matter how many we've got of us playing, we've got like three or four of us playing at least. We've got a pretty good team comp. We can we can fit many roles. Yeah, which is good, and I, I like that. Um, so being able to try and take what I've learnt from Overwatch and put it back into Splatoon, um, I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, I'm excited. I'm so ready to just make a mess with paint. Just yep. have a good just time. Splashing around paint everywhere. Heck yeah. Eee. With my little doolies. Oh, I can't wait to give them a go. So good. I can't want to get the slosh out, just the paint bucket. The paint bucket? Wasn't that Splatoon 1 towards the I think end? it was. It was, a, it was one of the ones they added in like post It was pretty work. cool. I remember, I remember liking that. Just like Splatoon's throwing paint good. at people with a fucking, with a bucket of paint. I love it. It's such a like a, ah, just give them a bucket. <laughs> Buckets were splashed. It's girl. fine. It's, yeah, just give them a bucket. Um, there's also like oh, they mentioned stuff about like the, the new super weapons as well that you get like your specials. There's like a jetpack. There's like a what was that? The Rainmaker well? one. The Rainmaker one. Yeah. Oh, there was the hamster ball one I loved as well. Oh, the hamster ball. You turn yourself into a paint bomb, and like roll. You can roll up walls and yeah. then just detonate yourself. Oh Dude, yes. It's 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 like a cute version of Junkrat's Riptire. <laughs> Like, it's, you can just go up walls, you can just explode. Yeah, anyway. I'm so excited, Joel. Splatoon 2, it's coming out. You'll hear it's us so close. It's really close. You'll obviously hear us talk a lot more about it uh, in a couple of weeks' time. Yes, definitely. We'll have some more in-depth uh, points of view on that one. But that's about it for news this week, Karen. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was actually a pretty good, it was a good nice round... Uh, Selection of things. I like it. Yeah, we can thank Nintendo for that directive a lot, like, earlier this week. I know, right? Oh, it was good. It was good. But we just move on to some questions to round out the show. And we have one question today from Lauren from OK Games, who I was talking about at the start of this episode. So, Lauren asks us, favorite game to play in your least favorite game genre? So we had to think about this. About how we were going to attack this one. Yeah, because uh, I don't strictly have a least favorite genre, really. Yeah, it's we, so we sort of like categorized it as like the genre that we don't really play all that much um, or pay much attention to. So it's not like we hate playing this type of game. It's nothing to do with that. Um, but funnily enough, the two that I came up with uh, were Overwatch and the Persona series. Because before both of those games, I was never really into, for Overwatch, competitive online first-person shooters, by no means. Uh, and with Persona, I was, like, I'd played some JRPGs, but they definitely weren't my thing, like, at all. Um, but now, like, I'm more willing to, to give, like, an online experience a go. Um, I think that's why I didn't, quite get into Splatoon as much. See, I, I, my answer would have been Overwatch, but Splatoon broke me in first. Yeah, see, I didn't I didn't get into it as much. I, Ash played a lot more Splatoon than I did. She fucking went nuts for it. I and, played heaps of Splatoon 1. Um, I just, I, 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 I liked it. I really enjoyed playing it, but I just never got into it because I was always like, uh, okay, yeah, it's online though. It's an online thing, whatever. I'm not going to be good at it. 
but ever since Overwatch, I'm more like, inclined to sort of, if a game's got like a multiplayer mode that's like reviewing well and people are saying, no, it's actually worth a look, I'll be like, hey, let's go get, like, we played Killing Floor 2 a few weeks ago and um, it was okay, but... <laughs> it, it, it was the definition of okay. It, it was a solid six. Um, but yeah, like, I would never have been really into that beforehand. It was like, uh, so Overwatch sort of opened my eyes to... I was like, I can play these games. That's the other you one. Can, Joel. That's the other one I wanted to add to the list as well, but I'll get to that in a minute. Persona, because, J- like I said, JRPGs were definitely not my thing, um, but, I mean, Persona is just... Persona 4 is just so goddamn charming. It is. It's just so damn charming. Um, it's impossible to resist. Mm, it is. You start playing that game, and it's just like, I fucking love everyone. I love all these characters... This is great. I want to spend my life living with these characters. And then it all ends my favorite anime out. best friends are in the Persona games. Oh, yeah, me too. 100%. 100%. Um, but the other one too as well. Uh if you're going to if we can categorize like Soulsborne as a as a genre, which it kind of is now. Um Bloodborne. I'd never played a Souls game before that. I thought maybe I'm not good enough to play this game. And then by the end of that game, I respected myself not only as someone who could play like a, uh, like a Soulsborne game, but as someone who plays video games in general, I was like, no, you know what? I can play on the harder difficulty. I can play this game. that's supposed to be notoriously difficult. And you um, did Joel and you beat it. I did. I did. We still got to get you for that DLC though. I know. Oh, damn. Cause reinstall my it. God, the DLC is something else. Oh, okay. We should have, we, we say it so often. This this was the perfect time for that too. We had like a like a kind of bit of a drought, but we still have time. Like we could maybe I'll reinstall it. If you do, I will I will re-download the patch. All right, I'll I'll, I'll leave it with me. All right. um, you let me know. I will. I'll let you know. But we give, give us like a, a meaty segment to talk about Bloodborne, which we didn't have the chance oh. to do because we started the podcast after Bloodborne was out. We did. I'd love to have a meaty chat about Bloodborne. Um, we maybe get your houseman on for that one as well. Mm. He, he is a, f- a fellow Soulsborne. Exactly. Yeah. The victim. You are the, fan. Are, are the, the the reason I played it. So, um, but what about you? Any anything come to mind for you? Yeah, I had to I had to really think about it for a, a fair while because, mm. not to be to give the blase lazy answer, but I don't know. I kind of kind of enjoy every genre in its own way. Yeah. That's fair. Um, so again, because we went least played, because uh, my answer for li- like least favorite genre was going to be MOBA. Yeah, of course. With with the exception being, well, I can stomach Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> Heroes of the Storm was competent. I can, I can handle it. Yeah, yeah, but, that, that works. Know, yeah. yeah, it does. But like now we've opened up to like you know the genres we play the least of. Like you suggested racing games, which was actually perfect. And yeah. Then I got sad, Joel, because you reminded me about my favorite racing game. Mm. It was F-Zero GX, yep. and we may never see another one. So, thanks. Nope. Appreciate it. Yeah, sorry for bringing that up. Well, That's you, fine. Hey, you'll get to play F-Zero on the SNES Classic. <laughs> play like OG yeah. F-Zero. Oh, that's true. I can't, that's, can't wait. That's fine. F-Zero, yeah. Mode it's... 7, or whatever it was using. Uh, <laughs> I guess the other answer... In a similar way, sort of, to how Persona got you into 
the JRPGs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had never played a Mamorpiga, uh, which is <laughs> a massively multiplayer online RPG mm-hmm. for those not playing at home who are not familiar with Yahtzee Croshaw and his Mamorpiga. Mamorpiga. Uh, I still use Mamorpiga. it as like a legitimate thing. It's like, yeah. Yeah. It's a Mamorpiga. Mamorpiga. Uh, but uh, Final Fantasy fourteen was my first foray into the uh, that good genre. Good answer. Good answer. Yeah. And it was it was really fun. It had the Final Fantasy hooks I needed to to get myself in there. Mm-hmm. And then I played a lot of that game. Not enough to actually get to Stormblood because I didn't get through Heavensward because I didn't get through all of the vanilla content. But I still <laughs> spent probably a good 60 hours with that game. And yep. it was a great time. That's, yeah, that's a good answer, actually. I didn't even think of that. That's, yeah. Cool and I'm sure there's so many other ones that I could probably oh, think of, course, of more of course. time. I mean, before I, like, before I forced everyone into it, like, rhythm games weren't really your thing either. I was, was going to say, rhythm games is another one. Yeah. With a uh, rock band. And then some of the best gaming memories that I have were Sunday nights at your house playing fucking rock band for literally hours. And like, and the joy of when I first started out, Joel, when you got to listen to me play Enter Sandman. <laughs> oh my God, don't even bring it up, Kyron. <laughs> that still hurts. It still hurts me. Yeah, that was like, yeah, like, uh, you know, I remember you guys were just not into it. And I'm like, that's fine. I'm going to be over here playing with my plastic peripherals. I don't give a shit. And then turns uh, out the joke was on us. Yeah. Then we got you guys started to play it. And then we were like, yeah, we had our own band and we had a good run. I miss, I do miss the rock band. We even had, we even had like a reunion tour when we like, we busted it out again at your place on the PS4. Off the rock band 4. <laughs> yeah. We were like, it was like a reunion. We're like, getting the band back together. Cause like Ben was there. You and I were there. We're like, fuck it. Let's do it. We had like Brendan and Ash and they like guesting on vocals at certain points and on guitar. We're like, it was like, it felt like a reunion concert. It was so much fun. I'm a sucker for plastic instruments now. Oh, me too. Me too. Every time I see them on sale at EB, I'm just like, I could, but I can't because I don't I have still think about, I, I, I am still tempted sometimes to just to reinstall Rock Band 4 and just mash some plastic guitar strings. Like, well, I really, just because it's, it's satisfying. I really, I want to play through the fucking, the band mockumentary like mode from Rivals that they had. Was that free deals? Oh, it was, no, it was probably paid deals. Nah, so. Rivals was like a, like a stat, like, it was like a standalone thing, essentially. Oh, okay. Interesting. So Rivals was like basically its own game, but it had mm. that mode in it. Uh, it was compatible with all the stuff from 4 as well. But um, Interesting. Yeah, it was their like, last-ditch attempt at them to be like, hey, Rock Band. And sadly, no one cared. And I'm very... I'm so disappointed. And away went the plastic instrument games again. <sighs> I'm so sad. I, I mean, I'm looking at my Guitar Hero Live controller over there. I I'm really sitting right next to my Rock Band instruments. Yep. Yep, like, oh, but the, the memories we have were good. Yeah, Absolutely, but that's a that's a good answer too. That is. I'm trying to think if there's anything else for me. Yeah. Oh man, like I said, like I'm sure there's been a game in every genre that kind of broke me into it. But yeah, I mean, obviously, there's going to be something that was like the the reason for you, even if it is like your most like the most played genre or whatnot. It, yeah. There's there's always one that makes you seek out more things like that so um, those two are my my primary picks yeah, now yeah. I just want another F-Zero game please yeah. Nintendo <laughs> I well, mean I'm getting greedy I'm getting two Metroids so it's honest I understand that's, yeah. 
bit, bit, hey, you might get you might get GX on like a virtual console at some point. I hope so, man. I just want to play that damn game again. Yeah, you might get it. I like. I wouldn't be surprised. That would have Give to be us... if they did GameCube. That would be one of the ones they'd have to put on there, surely. Give us F Zero GX with all the AX stuff from the arcade, please. Oh. Yeah, please. please come on Nintendo I'm, I'm <laughs> alright you know I've been here for a while I've been a fan for a while he's we're good cool. for it he's good we're for cool. it, Nintendo yeah come on I give you enough of my money Nintendo come on do him a solid um, <laughs> do me a solid yeah uh, but thank you Lauren for your question this week that was a good little nice little positive one we had some we had some little negative downery bits in there but it was a nice little positive one to go out on at the end there it was it was good Alrighty, I reckon that's probably a good place to end it. We'll wrap it up then, I guess. We'll wrap it up. Because someone has uh, to work at 11am today. Lucky you. Boo! Uh, as always, thank you for listening, guys, if you've reached this point of the episode. Uh, we do appreciate it. And I know, we just love talking about video games. Video games are fun. It's good. They're cool. We like playing them, we like talking about them. like thinking about them all the time. Yep. Probably, probably a little bit obsessively, but I refuse to stop. Yeah, it it uh, always it I always get reminded how like obsessive I am about video games when I'm around people who don't play them that much. Yeah, I know. Which is mostly the people that I work with, and then they're like, "Why are you so tired games. today?" And I'm like, "Oh, I was just up watching like video game conferences and and they were announcing they're like what." I was like, "Oh, this sounds like I'm a fucking maniac." Um, because I am. So, yeah. yeah. No regrets though. No, no regrets. God no. Wouldn't change it for the world. Uh, so if you want to keep up with us on the social medias, you can like us on Facebook, where we are just Dialogue Options. You can follow us on Twitter, at Dialogue Options. You can shoot us an email over at dialogueoptions at gmail.com. And it's also worth noting that if you do listen to us on iTunes, feel free to drop us a little little five-star review and write some kind words. It helps yes, a lot. please. Uh, and as for my personal account, you can find me at X, where I am just tweeting about Game of Thrones. Just Game of Thrones. It's all I'm tweeting about Joffrey dying and hmm. and Jamie undoing his redemptive arc. Ah, uh, yes. And just mostly enjoying Marjorie Tyrell's presence on screen. Yep. Uh, and as for you, Joel, where, where can I find you? You can find me at JolieMac, uh, where I've just been retweeting pictures because that's what I do. You- you got to tweet more, man. It's fun. I do. I do. I don't need to tweet more. But I did retweet a picture that, that was in the style of uh, of Persona 5 and like when you were about to go and fight the the boss of a palace uh, and the uh, the security level hits 99%. But it's of Reggie Fiume from, from Nintendo of America. And oh it just says, God. fine, you kids want Mother 3 so damn bad? Come and get it. <laughs> And it fucking I made me laugh one. so much. Uh, I was like, and it also hurts yes. as well. Yeah, I know, right? It's because you're like, <laughs> that's brilliant, classic man. Oh, but there's an element of truth to that. Now I'm gonna go and cry in the corner. Yep, because I do want Mother Three. <laughs> uh, that's me. If you like, if you like the dankest of video game memes, <laughs> come to my Twitter account. Look no further than Joel McDonald. <laughs> Dank oh video game meme extraordinaire. <laughs> oh, Add that quote. one to your bio. Oh, uh, you know what? I might just do that. <laughs> but no, because then I've got a standard I have to uphold then, and it's too much pressure. <laughs> too much pressure. Can't You're out. I can't deal with it. 
You're buckling already. I am. Yep. All right. We'll, we'll let our theme song by Azure Flux strike witches, get bitches, take us out. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. See ya. Bye. <laughs>